Do you want to admit it now? I think it's better that people don't know how the sausage gets made. <laughs> I love that term. All they know is it's a, just a delicious sausage. Speaking of delicious sausages, last week we spoke about the Subway veggie burger because we spoke about the Impossible Burger. The veggie patty. The veggie patty. Subway sandwich, sandwich yeah. Um, I thought it'd be a great idea if I went to get one and then I could eat it live on air mm. and do a little live sandwich review because, you know, a sandwich corner sounds like my favorite thing. <laughs> uh, it turns out this office, there are no subways within like a three block radius. Yeah. At least three blocks. Unheard of. This is ridiculous. Come on, subway. What the fuck are you doing? You know, they lost a lot of uh, face after that whole Jared Fogel incident. I'm not aware of this incident. Oh. It's kind of gross, so I don't know if we should actually talk about this. I feel like I should know all the facts before I go into uh, a subway again. Do you know who Jared Fogel is? Is he an NFL football player? Uh, no. Is he? Okay, no, I don't. He was the spokesperson for Subway Sandwich. He was a guy that apparently lost like 150 pounds or 200 pounds just by eating Subway Sandwiches. Oh, and walking, okay. That sort of sounds walk every day. familiar. The awful truth that was revealed is they did a search in his home due to suspicion of child pornography oh yeah and he was found guilty but he still lost a bunch of weight on subway yes i mean the child pornography is largely unrelated unrelated to weight loss but still yeah yeah if you want a spokesperson you probably don't want someone who has child pornography i thought it was gonna be like they found something gross in a Subway sandwich. Oh. Like, it doesn't affect my opinion of Subway. It affects my yep. opinion of him. So maybe next time we can have a sandwich corner and we can both have oh. a Subway sandwich. Perhaps I can get burger. you my favorite Subway and I can get your favorite Subway. But who's going to go all the way to the Subway that's far away from here? I'll go. You heard it here first. I'll do it for the team. Uh, that, that is on record. <laughs> Stay tuned next week for Subway sandwich corner. Subway Sandwich Corner. I like that we're, kind of doing, little, we're doing trailers now for the next show. <laughs> next week on Is This The Show? They thought it was a normal sandwich. <laughs> and it was. Have you been watching any Netflix shows recently? Part of my uh, dalliance with NFL and fantasy football, I have been watching The League, which is mildly amusing. I've heard good things about The League, though. I'm not going to sit here and say... This is the best comedy show ever because mm. it's not. But like just for sometimes you just want like a mindless thing. Like you don't want to have to mm-hmm. watch anything too serious on in the background. It's like, kind of like the How I Met Your Mother of fantasy football genre. If I'd seen that show, that sounds like a great <laughs> reference. <laughs> I believe it's like semi scripted. So it's mm. kind of that's kind of fun in that it's sort of a little bit loose, mm-hmm. not like super tightly polished. This right. joke has been rewritten five times. Um, on the downside, they do have quite a few like awkward cameos mm. of football players. Uh, which you're just like, um, I could do without that. Yeah, I'm so not into sports that if we actually did run into a professional sports player, mm. I would have absolutely no idea. <laughs> and I'd probably think they were an actor or something. It's like, why are these people all around them? Yeah. I mean, I often get that feeling just walking around the office mm. and there's like people with... Like music people. 
You can usually tell... Oh, we did do a whole episode about this, how to spot a pop star in your office. Yes. Uh, what did we decide? Uh, complicated shoes. Complicated hats shoes. Hats. Of any kind that's... The tightness, the baseball tightness of their jeans. Tightness of their jeans. Um, if they're shirtless, that's a pretty obvious one. <laughs> that's or, happened a few times. Or close to being shirtless. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like You can have like that really loosely fitted v-neck t-shirt that's a the super deep v. v the deep v <laughs> oh god the super deep v i just went to check if i was v today no, i'm, I'm crew neck i am i am actually v today okay yeah that is like that's, it's not a deep like v. the shallowest no, v you've yeah. ever seen it is a uniqlo v which is <laughs> the safest of v's it's more a dimple <laughs> and some number of chains as well I think that's perhaps mm. on the the rap side, rap right. artists, or like one or two chains. Male bracelets also, like the leather strappy bracelet kinds. Oh, yep, that's a sure sign. I was gonna wear one today. I mean, so funny if I was wearing one. <laughs> Surprise! Sam. Well, you are a musician, but of no fame whatsoever. Mm. Like I don't think people will be swarming around me or like have security outside this meeting room yet. Yet, you know, who knows what happens in future? Still a chance. I've lost my train of thought. What were we talking about again? Okay, Netflix. Netflix shows. Last night I watched the first twenty-five minutes of Luke Cage. Hmm. Just twenty-five minutes? Yes. It is a thirty-minute episode, isn't it? Or is yes. it an hour? Oh, it's like an hour. Yeah. I was tired. Okay. And then I had to go make dinner. Gotcha. And then. I then I watched the league because like I wasn't in the mood for like right. watching something, something serious. serious. Yep. You know, like you say, it's a grapefruit. Yeah. I had to be like, no, I want to like, because I was super tired because I hadn't slept for some reason like the previous night. The problem is I woke up in the middle of the night and then I did a thing which I knew I shouldn't do and that was checking my phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why am I doing this? I know no good can come of this because I did fall asleep before the end of the Giants-Vikings game. So I wanted to just check what the score was and then uh, check the score. And then next thing I know, I was like 20 minutes later, I've been on my phone <laughs> and it's 3.30 in the morning and I'm like, oh my God, this is awful. So Really? You slept at 3.30 in the morning? That's like the normal time that I go to sleep. I've been asleep for like five hours by that time. <laughs> so all of that to say... I was finally tired and in a shitty mood yesterday and like wasn't quite ready to engage with like a thing that I want to savor and go, this right. is probably very good. Gotcha. So I watched 20 minutes of it. Just to, like break the back of it, just to like peel the skin. Mm-hmm. You know, so sco- I scored yep. the skin yep. of that grapefruit, haven't fully peeled it yet. And now it's going to be a lot easier to dive back into the grapefruit. Yes, if we're not torturing that metaphor to death. <laughs> How about you? I am on episode four. I took a break from it because I wanted to watch the new Ghostbusters movie, which we can talk about later. Can you not do those two things at once? Um, I mean, <laughs> obviously not at once, but my, did you my, have to stop for my like a watching week? My, no, I okay. didn't. Okay. <laughs> I guess I've been, I only started watching it maybe five days ago. So okay. I've been watching like an episode a night. Gotcha. Okay. So then it took you like, a, do you split up movies over multiple nights? Sometimes. Yeah, I do. My, my attention span is completely shot. Like, if yeah. I sit down, like, oh, God, I've got to sit here for two hours? Yeah. This is so awful. I usually I like, watch, yeah. like, one hour, one night, and then yeah. the conclusion. <laughs> a great hack, though, and I think I have revealed this before, is knitting while mm. watching a show. And I can exclusively reveal right now, I am back on the knitting. Oh, really? Knitting is back. Yeah, now it is not you 900 here, degrees folks. in my apartment. And I can sort of bear to be under a blanket because I'm now knitting this blanket and it's so big that I have to be <laughs> under it while I knit it. 
<laughs> so now it is not a bazillion degrees outside and inside my apartment, I can now actually be like, quite comfortable. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I can go under this blanket while I make this blanket. Isn't this a present for someone? For myself. Okay, it's a present for yourself. Well, more for my household. You know, my gotcha. Sofa looks a little bare. It needs yep. like a uh, something casually tossed over the corner. Are you following a pattern for this? It's just a big square. Okay. That's the plan. And gotcha. it's all knit stitch. But I can drop a link to a site called, I think it's called Sheep and Stitch, mm. which is a really awesome like resource for getting started, how to cast on, how to cast off, how to uh, switch between to a new ball of yarn mm. once your yarn is finishing. Like It's just really good and aimed at beginners and doofuses like me. Huh. Um, so if you do want to get knitting, that's the only reason to knit is to watch movies and not be distracted. <laughs> so the sad way that I watch movies and TV shows now is on the floor while I put the kids to bed on my phone. So <laughs> I don't think I can fit in knitting that way. Oh, I see. Right. Because to recap for listeners who may not have <laughs> right. not completists of the Is This The Show back catalog, Sam puts the kids to bed and then you fall asleep on their floor. Yes. Prison style. Prison style. I do Maybe have a that's nice, not what prison style means. <laughs> I do have a nice futon. Oh, that was, yes, for Pillow Corner. Right. Pillow that was talk. Pillow Talk. Yeah. Pillow Talk, yes. Uh, we decided to put in a futon uh, where I sleep because I ended up just falling asleep on the floor. You're a grown-ass man sleeping on the floor. I know. And it is not comfortable. <laughs> but you watch it on your phone on the f- ground? I do watch it on my phone. Does that not wake up the children? No. Okay. So, I would have thought their tiny ears would be sensitive to like the high pitched frequencies. Oh no, I have I have headphones on. Oh okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that does make more sense. Which makes it a pretty theatrical experience because you have this, you know, it's a dark room, so mm-hmm. the only thing that's lit up is my phone. Yeah, that's pretty close to my face. Right. Right. So theatrical aspect, probably all there i think i think if i get it closer i I might be at like an imax level (laughs) i'm reminded there's that there was that uh image going around probably from probably on imager somewhere of a kid lying on his back underneath a glass table with a phone (laughs) just facing down and he's just watching the movie absolutely brilliant which i think you should do (laughs) i wish i can do that they should actually have one that's like made specifically for people lying down on the floor (laughs) totally with a phone, so yeah. kind of like an acrylic go, table. Yeah, go like to a IKEA this weekend. Table. Go grab a a glass top table and then lie under it. See, maybe maybe this is why I should get the uh, the new Google Daydream headset. So there was a Google event yesterday. Yes, this sort of skipped over my radar a little bit because I guess as an iOS developer, I'm not. I mean, there's only so much news I can follow. As you know, I have been not following news deliberately recently. Mm-hmm. So, um, there was a Google event. Did they announce... What did they announce, Sam? They announced uh, their new hardware line. So they're now producing their own hardware. They're no longer using third-party sources to make their stuff. Because previously... This was the case with the Nexus Yep, their, line. their right. Nexus phones, it was either made by Motorola or Who LG. They bought, right, or something. Did um, they buy Motorola? That was... No, no. There was like third-party... Did they buy Motorola? I think they bought Motorola. Anyway. Hmm. Well... Now they're producing. We can follow hardware. up in yep. uh, the next episode to or find out who's right, notes. who's wrong, <laughs> and it's me. And uh, and so they announced their new phone line, which they're calling the Pixel, the Google Pixel. Not crazy about that name. Uh, I it's okay. I think it's fine. I like Nexus better because it wasn't there also a Pixel Chromebook. 
Yes. As well. Is this, is this just Pixel? Is it even a Pixel phone? No, it's just the Google Pixel. Okay. Um, and is the screen just a single pixel? <laughs> yes, just one pixel. Right. They're they're going away. They're moving away from the retina. Right. They're going. You know this what? This is as max as it can go. <laughs> yeah. You can't it's, play Minecraft. It's right. Just it's all bomb. built in your imagination. So every color represents a different screen. <laughs> you have to memorize all the possible screens. Right. With the varying colors. Um, this is why I don't like the name Pixel. <laughs> Uh, it has really good specs. I mean, it you know comes in two sizes: the regular Pixel and the Pixel XL. Right. See, and now that just sounds like it's got big <laughs> pixels. Like this is this is not a good name. Anyway. So they came out with a phone line called the Pixel. They're coming out with uh, Alexa, uh, Amazon Echo competitor uh. called Google Home, what you can talk to and it'll talk back, which is really cool because they already had like the the voice commands through their Android phones already. Right. So now they're making that available uh, for your home. I did watch the ad for Google Pixel, Mm -hmm. and it said it's the first phone with Google Assistant built in. So I guess they've done a bit of stuff. So that it's always aware rather than you having to enable it, maybe? Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what it is. I haven't really digged into the specs yet. What's the name of their assistant? Google Home. So I have to go, hey, Google Home. I think it's just if you say, okay, Google. Okay, Google. Oh, it is, Which is their wake word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then they're also coming out with um, a new VR headset, the Google Daydream. And it looks really nice. It looks like it's made of felt, which I think you'd really appreciate. Oh. It looks looks really nice. Yep. Cozy aesthetic. And really great price point. Um, but on top of that, they're also coming out with like this new wireless system for your home called Google Wi-Fi, <laughs> which is... Great name again. Yeah. Very easy to set up. You know, like you have these access points that you don't you don't really have to manage because mm-hmm. I think the problem previously is you have one access point that doesn't distribute well. You have to know how to network different routers versus access points in order to get them to communicate to each other. And now mm-hmm. that just happens seamlessly. Um, the good old-fashioned Google way. Um, and I think it plays nicely with like their Google Fi network stuff, which is their phone being in tandem with like accessing cell towers versus local Wi-Fis and stuff like that. Do you have a Amazon Echo? I do have an Amazon Echo. How has your experience been with that? Uh, use it every day. Love it. Want to use more products like it. I do think it's pretty limited in a sense of what kind of skills... Right, so that's that like do. That's features, their, right. I suppose, or like integrations, yep. maybe you'd say. Yep. So there is a Spotify skill, I believe. There is a Spotify skill. Now available in the US and the UK. Yes. <laughs> For only nine ninety nine. Use the code Edwin to get absolutely no discount whatsoever. In fact, it might even say code not redeemable. <laughs> <laughs> What's really interesting is I think it itself updates, so you don't notice when it's actually updating. Are we talking about Alexa? We're I mean, talking Echo, about Alexa. Sorry. Yep. It's the Echo. The, the, the Echo. box is called Echo. The assistant is called Alexa. Yes. Every week or so, they'll send you like a new email that tells you what new features are available. It's always mm-hmm. interesting to receive these emails because you can actually try it right away. Yeah. But the fact that you have to receive an email to know about it seems pretty dated already. <laughs> Shouldn't Alexa just tell you? Exactly. Um, if <laughs> Good I said, morning, Sam. I have new capabilities. <laughs> I am now 20% smarter than you, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do your kids use it? 
Uh, they try to. Oh. But their accent prevents them from using it. Because they're like, Alexa, play this song. And Alexa won't understand what the hell they're saying. <laughs> and I'm not being racist. That's actually how they sound. <laughs> and my daughter, like, tries to speak, but she really can't speak yet. So she just goes like, blah, 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 blah. And it doesn't really work out. We should get her as a guest on the show. Probably do a better she job than me. Is gonna fuck shit up. <laughs> there is an interesting episode. Mm, no, I'm not gonna say an episode because I can't. I won't be able to find it. But Exponent, they mm. often talk about the the kind of fact that Microsoft could never see beyond the desktop, and that's why they failed at phones. Huh. And they are now chatting about the fact that you know, can Apple not see beyond the phone? And that's how Alexa and Amazon Echo has managed to dominate the marketplace so far mm. like there's this idea of they have this one success and then they can't see like what or can't imagine a world of you know what's coming next right so that's i've done a horrible job of explaining that huh. but if you do listen to uh exponent which i think we've chatted about before i know yep. you can't listen to it because you hate his voice but the <laughs> um, right but he does something that's really annoying um yeah yep. don't, don't don't tell me because i don't want to know because yep. i am oblivious to it right now um, but yeah, it's an interesting theory of, you know, Microsoft could not see, could not fathom the idea of people not having desktop computers. Hmm. Perhaps Apple, you know, at a, at, you know, a company cultural level can't imagine people not having phones. And, you know, Amazon then came in. Right. So it's interesting that like Amazon tried to do a phone, the Fire Phone, yep. failed. Miserably. And because it failed, perhaps they were like, okay, well, if it's not a phone... What else is there? Mm -hmm. And maybe that failure was something that spurred them on to explore new options and new ideas. And that's how this, you know, the Echo came about, perhaps. I don't know if that's totally true, but that's yep. kind of a nice narrative to right. tell people. Yep. Um, I can buy it. Yeah, really interesting. I, I really do think there's tons of potential within voice. I don't think, I even think, I mean, I don't even think Alexa and the Amazon Echo really has gotten it yet. Mm, but right you totally see the potential of how it could be used through it. Do you use Siri on your phone? <clears throat> Never. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. I think I still struggle talking to an inanimate object. I think my biggest hurdle is initiating it. Right now, I still don't know. I, I do it accidentally. If I double tap on the home button or triple tap or something. Something like that. And it gets locked in that Siri screen and I just hate it. Yeah. And I'm normally annoyed because I can't, like, I'm like, quit out of this app or like, go back to the home screen. Right. And then Siri pops up and I'm like, no, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know we did, used to have a segment where we'd try something new each week, which we then stopped doing because it was hard. <laughs> but I am going to use Siri this week. You are? Yep. Okay. I'm going to try to use it as much as possible because I've actually never used it. What's turned me off is anytime you call up a multinational company and you mm -hmm. have to go through like a voice command menu. Yeah. Like that is the only voice command experience I've ever had. And yep. it was so awful that I never want to do it ever again. Every time that happens. Yeah, whatever happens, I'll just mash the keypad and hopefully there's some strange combination of keys that puts me through to a human. Yeah, I usually always say customer service, customer yep. service, customer service. And then they'll ask you like three times, like, did you want customer? I'm like, customer <laughs> service. And they'll eventually get me to customer service. I often wonder if those companies like make recording. Like they obviously, they must record what people say. And I wonder if it's just like somewhere, just <laughs> stacks of recordings of people going, fuck you. Because <laughs> that's what happens when I, when I call. <laughs> right. You just scream <laughs> yes. endlessly on yes. the phone. <laughs> 
while bashing buttons. <laughs> yes. They must have those recordings somewhere. That'd be interesting to find out. This call may be recorded for quality. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Going back to the original topic of Luke Cage on Netflix, what were your thoughts for the first 25 minutes? Honestly, it was a little boring. In a way, I kind of like that. I suppose the stereotype for like some superhero thing would be like, boom, there's like a big open and, you know, whereas here, nope, they're just in a barbershop, hanging out. Chilling, talking. Yeah. A lot of it even went over my head. I'm like, what wait, What are they talking about? As well? Yeah. Well, they were talking about basketball and you're, oh, okay. you're fully into the football right now, which That's are true. different okay, sports yes, balls. They, yes. Uh, the Knicks, they talked about. Yep. So I recognized that. So I was like, oh. Okay. I find it really interesting that I, I actually find the show really slow but there's something about it that i really enjoy um and i can't put my finger on it just yet um and i thought about it it's like for me the action isn't that great i don't think the acting is that great but there's something about the show that i really enjoy i'm, I'm gonna watch it until the end and maybe we can do a better assessment of it then i feel like you should as well oh five episodes in you say i am on episode either four or five i will watch more book club Bling. uh i read um this book called ultra marathon man by dean Carnazes. is this anything to do with the movie marathon man this is literally about a person that runs a shitload of miles what happened in the movie marathon man i don't know what is marathon man is that not even a movie okay hang on <laughs> i could have sworn it was like an 80s movie are you talking about chariots of fire Dustin Hoffman, 1976. Okay. So it's nothing to do with a graduate history student is unwittingly caught in the middle of an international conspiracy involving stolen diamonds, an exiled Nazi war criminal, and a rogue government agent? Nope. Okay. It is about a person that just runs and runs and runs. So this person, uh, it's sort of like his mini biography, I guess, on how he got to run some of the most intense races. Mm-hmm. And uh, he started off um, just by running because of personal reasons. And then the more he ran, the more he sort of found joy in it. And so his first ultra marathon, I guess, was about 50 miles that he decided to, to do. A regular marathon being 26. 25, yeah, 25 something miles or something like that. And so he did that. And as soon as he was finished, um, his body just exploded. Pretty much. Like, it froze up to a point where, like, he couldn't move any of his muscles. Like he'd eaten an impossible burger. <laughs> exactly. Full of gas. <laughs> but he was in his new car that he just got from his company. And it was, like, this really posh Lexus. Mm -hmm, nice. Where if you close the doors, you really can't hear anything from the outside. Or you can hear... Nor can you hear anything from the inside. Uh-huh. So he was... As soon as he got in the car... His body tensed up and he couldn't move any of his muscles because they were all spasming so hard. And so his legs were like out straight. His arms were like next to him and he couldn't move anything except for his eyeballs. And he was actually screaming for help in the car, but there were just people walking by and couldn't hear him because oh, there you go. the Lexus has... Don't buy a Lexus is the moral of the story. Don't run a marathon and then use your Lexus. And what's even best, what's even better is that he actually started projectile vomiting because his body was <laughs> oh so tense. And so he was in his new car, all tensed up, his mouth wide open, just vomiting onto the windshield from the inside. Jesus. Um, okay. But besides so I, from I that I probably episode, won't be doing any ultra marathons anytime soon. 
I mean, even even if I wanted to. He but. has done some like really crazy things. Like um, the next, like the other ultra marathon that he talks about was how he ran like 122 miles straight <laughs> in a span <sighs> of like 45 hours. Why without, would anyone do that? Without really sleeping. Um, so it's really interesting on the whole book sort of explains the why he did it. Mm. And one of the reasons is that he feels like he's one of the few people that can. Uh-huh. And that's mm. why he does it. And he derives meaning from that. Right. Um, and the other reason is the more he does these things, the more he actually finds value in the way that it helps other people. So he usually runs for like a charity. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. And so that's the other reason. But I think so. Those are the good parts about the book. Mm-hmm. The bad parts is this whole book reads like a very ornate humble brag. <laughs> I mean, if you're running a hundred miles, one hundred fifteen miles in forty eight hours, like it's uh, how are you not going to make that um, not humble brag? Totally. Um, and he ends the book by saying the latest one he ran was two hundred fifty miles. So he runs that. And as soon as he finishes the 122 miles, he actually turns around and like went back. So this is like pretty Does much he, the coast of how California. How many pairs of sneakers? Does he get through in like one of these? Like you know? that actually he doesn't mention, but that would oh, be yeah. interesting to yeah. know. Yeah, right. But absolutely crazy. Like, but it's bananas. He he ran like during his first 122 mile stunt, which was actually made for a series of like ten marathon runners to run in in tandem, like in rally form. Oh, right. He was he took he, the, he took the place of ten people. Yeah, he <laughs> just did it by himself. Which is absolutely bananas. Um he was actually running No like, need for a baton. Three exactly. Maybe <laughs> maybe he was holding it. Right. <laughs> he was running at one point at like three or four in the morning and he fell asleep while running. Jesus. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> and the only reason... I mean, you don't carry on running when you fall asleep while running, do you? Or? Apparently, he did. Oh, right. Oh. And the only like reason swallows. he woke up... <laughs> exactly. I don't know what that means, but I, well, I want to say... They exactly. can sleep while flying. Can they? Yes. I think so. Yeah. I'm going to fact check that And maybe that sharks one. as well. <laughs> sharks can fly. <laughs> yes. No, I think sharks sleep while they're swimming. I mean, I guess all fish have to sleep while they're swimming, because otherwise... Right. They'll die. Right. That's what's, the the, what's the alternative? I don't know if that's actually the truth about sharks. If if they stop swimming, they'll die. That might <laughs> well, be we have those, more, like, more content for follow up next week. Um. So yeah, the whole thing reads like a humble brag, and they're just parts of the 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 writing style which I just totally can't believe. Like, as he's running, he's really hungry, so he calls for a pizza to meet him to meet him while he's running, so he can eat the pizza. That part I believe. The part that I don't Let's believe... imagine a guy like on a motorcycle running alongside him. Pizza for you, sir. The part I don't believe are the conversations that he has with different people. It's written in a way where you're like in this 80s movie and the pizza dude's like, hey, dude, <laughs> what you doing, bro? And he's like, well, I'm just running. Like, man, that's wicked, gnarly. And he like wrote it in that style. Oh, yeah. And I just <laughs> mm. refuse to believe that these are the actual conversations that he had. <laughs> I completely believe that he can run 250 miles. Yeah. But some of these conversations that he has with like his friends, his family, I just, it's, un- I don't believe Did it. He, does he narrate the book? I assume you audible no. this. Um, he does not narrate the book, but yeah. the some other person does. Okay. But 
Yeah, I would probably give this like a mm-hmm. three out of five. Okay. Um, fairly interesting. I think it's pretty motivational and how he derives strength to get through some of these things. But just because of the other stuff of him bragging about how fit he is and how his body fat are in the single digits, which he mentions like at least two or three times. That's, yeah, um, that's strange. You would think that yeah, you would want extra fat to help. You could burn for calories while you're running for these crazy amount of time. I think you're just burning through so much at that time that mm. it's not really right. about the fat Yeah. at mm. that point. So he does. Yeah, that's why you need to eat a large pepperoni pizza from Papa John's while running. Actually from Round Table Pizza, which he prefers the most. It's a California thing. So he only runs in California? Not that great. Okay. <laughs> but he says the only reason why he gets it from Round Table Pizza is because they ha- they are the most consistent in delivering to random locations. Oh, I see. Like, he should just like, send his coordinates like in the message app. <laughs> yeah. go, send current location. Like Highway 5, Try and cash Mile me 13. Yeah. <laughs> Was it motivational? Are you going to go running now? Do you um, want to go running? I, I do. You are dressed like you're about to go for a run. I am. Uh, you look very comfy slash sporty. Like Sporty Spice. Like Sporty Spice, yeah. I, I do want to run, but I still think uh, I need to lose more weight in order for my knees to not be so damaged. I go for short runs. Okay, yeah. Um, but if I want to do any significant running, I feel like I should... Uh, I like that you have the clothes ready weight. to go, though. That's good. This is this is the look. It's the, you know... Good look. I like it. It's a strong look. Do you want to read more books about people running? This was the second book about... Someone running. Because the other one that comes to mind is uh, Murakami's book on... Which I read. Oh, there you go. That was the other one that Boom. I read. Oh, my recommendation is Null and Void. Yep. How was that? That was good. We should probably say what the book is, actually, since we both know, but maybe... It is what I think about when I think about running. Something when like I go that. go running? Yeah. Haruki yeah, Murakami. It's a memoir. What I think about when I go running. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Um, it just shows how meaningful running is to Murakami. Mm. And the did you listen to that, that in Audible? I believe I did listen to it. Yeah. Yes. See, maybe I could listen to that actually, because the only thing, the only reason that I can't really read Murakami anymore is that I don't want to be that person reading a Murakami book in public. Right. <laughs> I mean, saw sir, one the other day. Yeah, you're right. You're like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yep. So you're so blatantly showing it off as well. <laughs> Here's my copy of Norwegian Wood <laughs> that I'm reading in the subway. Oh, don't mind me. I'm only on page five. Yeah, I'm leaning back at this strange angle <laughs> just to show you the cover of the book. Please go on hold. <laughs>